0: Welcome to Westport Road Baptist Church. We're so glad you've decided to join us for today's message. Westport Road Baptist Church is located at the corner of Hurstbourne Lane and Westport Road in Louisville, Kentucky. If you have a Bible, please have it handy and prepare your heart and mind as our pastor, Chip Pendleton, brings us the Word of God.
1: Well, good morning. It's great to see you this morning. I want to especially welcome everyone who is watching online and on Spectrum Cable. Glad that you are joining us this morning. We're finishing a sermon series called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, where we've been looking at the fact that the, the style of life that we're leading, our constant hurrying, is having really detrimental effects on our life uh, and on our society. And Today, we're going to be talking about the power of slowing down in a fast-paced world. We're going to be over in Mark chapter 6, verse 31. If you want to turn over to that, Mark chapter 6, verse 31. Uh, And as our scripture begins here, uh, Jesus has become very popular. He's going from town to town. Uh, He's been doing an unbelievable uh, healing ministry. Everybody that is desperate, everyone that is sick is coming to hear him. And uh, he has just uh, kind of become a superstar uh, as our scripture begins. Well, Sociologists are telling us that Americans are living at a faster and faster pace. And one of the ways they say that they can show that is that the way that we are eating has become. Faster, believe it or not. We are eating 10% faster than we were just 10 years ago. And that's pretty remarkable when you think about a 10% jump in just 10 years on how fast we're eating our meals. And I want to take an informal poll here. Uh, How many people ate a major meal? Now, a major meal is breakfast, lunch, or dinner. How many people ate a major meal this week in your car? Anybody? Uh, Look around, just... Just me and Sarah, I guess nobody, nobody else. Uh, uh, I think I don't think they're all telling the truth there. I, I don't know. Uh, but Americans are eating more and more major meals in their car, uh, and so even in schools, school lunch times have gone down and down and down. It used to be for lunch period at school you had 45 minutes to an hour. You know what you have now for lunch period? 25 minutes and that's from the time you get the kids in the room into the lunchroom through the line They probably have about 15 minutes uh, To do that. It's hard to eat School lunch slowly, though, isn't it? Uh, here's a guy that definitely agrees with that, uh, that you're there. Got a picture uh, here, Taylor that's right there. One doesn't simply just eat their lunch slowly during school. It's hard hard to do. There's so much going on. Uh, but not only that, they tell us that eating faster makes you overeat. Do you know why eating faster makes you overeat? Because it takes your body 20 minutes to realize that it's full. So no matter how much you eat, little or a lot, it takes 20 minutes for your body to say, okay, I'm getting full. I shouldn't have any more. So if in that 20 minutes, you're just jamming down food as quick as you can, your body has never had time to react to it at all. And so we're getting bigger and bigger and eating faster and faster give you a a, a perfect example of this. I got a picture of me uh, eating a meal this week. Uh, That was me uh, uh, eating. And uh, sometimes, you know, you just go a little too fast uh, as you're doing that. Uh, Dawn and I just got back from a wedding uh, in England. And one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to have afternoon tea. And so uh, we had gone to a place, we had afternoon tea. There's Dawn uh, with her afternoon tea thing there. Now we were right across from Harrods department store because we wanted to go see Harrods. And uh, so we were going to go in, pop in, get a quick meal, get out of there. But we didn't know that in Europe, when you have afternoon tea, you were supposed to stay there like all day long or something like that. So, you know, we wanted 15 minutes. We wanted to pop back across the street to Harrods. You know, I'm jamming biscuits and desserts and little finger sandwiches in my mouth. You know, we're done in 15 minutes and then we're looking around and go, Where's the waitress? Why aren't they coming up and bringing us our check? You know, we've devoured this whole tray in 15 minutes. We're ready to go shop at Harrods. And, And they're like totally ignoring us. And so finally we have to wave them down and we say, you know, we need our bill. And they look at us like we're crazy. You want a bill already? You know, this is supposed to take an hour or so, you know, not, not 10, 15 minutes or something like that. So that is a perfect example of how we're rushing through everything. We're living life at a very fast pace, and we need to understand the power of slowing. So let's go over to Mark chapter 6, verse 31. Mark 6, verse 31, and the first thing we see is this. We live in a fast-paced world that is literally killing us. We live in a fast-paced world that is literally killing us. Now, Jesus and his disciples were no strangers to a fast-paced life. As a matter of fact, by this point in Jesus' ministry, he was a superstar. Huge crowds gathered anytime he went anywhere, but it was more than a Justin Bieber at a restaurant with all the paparazzi outside. These were desperate people who were looking for help. They were people who were sick, people people who had lost everything, people who thought Jesus might be their last hope, and they're coming in the hundreds and thousands just to see Jesus. Look down in Mark chapter 6, verse 31. Then, because so many people were coming and going, they didn't even have a chance to eat. And he said to them, come with me by yourself to a quiet place, and let's get some rest. So we're told in verse 31 that Jesus and his disciples were so busy, there was so much going on, the pace of life was so quick, they didn't even have time to eat. Now Dawn all the time will say to me, she'll come home and she'll say something like, you know, I didn't eat anything today. And I go, why didn't you eat anything today? And she goes, well, I was just so busy I forgot about it. Now I can honestly say, I have never forgotten about eating. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I've remembered it a few times that it wasn't even on the schedule, you know, and did that there, you know. Uh, But the disciples and Jesus are so busy at this point that they don't even have time to eat. Think of the hecticness, the pace of life, and as you go through that, that's something that you just can't do all the time. You have to eventually slow. But the problem that we have today is that we live life at such a fast pace that we never slow down, and it's affecting us physically. Think of it this way. The body reacts when you're in a, a, a mode of, of panic or, or anxiety or doing something real quick, so you've got to get something done, and you go into that quick mode, and you've got to get it done. All, all your body gets ready to go. You know, your endorphins start flaring, all that kind of stuff. What has happened in America is this. That's the state of life we live 24-7. And so we're always in this mode. But you can't always be hyped. You can't always be ready to go. And if that's the case, then you're going to burn out quickly. Jesus and his disciples were in a place where they were not even able to eat because life was so busy. We think about life being busy today and one of the things that made life busy was when we begin to look at life and begin to segment it in time and something like the sundial was invented to break up time. Uh, The Roman scholar Plotus said this about the sundial and I really find it kind of interesting. I got that slide here on the sundial. The gods confound the man who first found out how to distinguish hours. Confound him too. Who in this place set up a sundial to cut and hack my days so wretchedly into small portions? So a couple of thousand years ago, people were complaining about sundials hacking up their days. And then we went to clocks uh you know uh, one of the first major clocks was in hamburg germany and uh this is a sundial people actually wore around their neck here's a picture of the hamburg germany tower that they had so people would know what time it was so they could do their business uh and get there on time and then thomas edison made things worse what did thomas edison invent? anybody know the incandescent light bulb how did that make matters worse You could now stay up 24 hours a day and there was light. Do you know before Thomas Edison invented the incandescent light bulb, people slept an average of 10 to 12 hours a night? You know what they sleep now? Six to eight. So we've gone from 10 to 12 to 6 to 8 all because we now have something that says you never have to rest you never have to put it together and it's starting to affect our lives we're living at a faster and faster pace we're never slowing down and so some of the effects are we are grumpy, angry, exhausted and we're told that life isn't going to slow down anytime soon anybody have any idea the fastest paced city in the world what do you think? Good guess, it's actually Tokyo, Tokyo. Tokyo has become so fast paced, it says people never slow down. They have vending machines in Tokyo where you can get an entire meal. Never have, you, know, you, you don't have to go to, to get any meal, it's right there in the vending machine, the entire meal. They, you don't have to go home from work in Tokyo, they have sleep pods that you can go into these sleeping pods and uh, you get your rest and you only miss a couple hours of work and you don't have to really get away. And so what has happened is people now have physical reactions because of this. Uh, Their body, the Stockholm University has said that the body is now having mood swings, brain fog, chronic fatigue, rage, anxiety, and depression. The mind itself is literally changing because of the pace of our life. Dr. Mark Rago has actually written a book called Frontal Fatigue about how the brain is changing because of our pace of life. So Jesus understood that in our scripture passage. Look back to verse 31 again. They they were so busy, they couldn't even eat. So what does Jesus do at the end of verse 31? He says, come with me by yourself to a quiet place and let's get some rest. So Jesus said, we can't keep doing this. That this pace is too fast, it's going it's to hurt us, it's going to kill us, we've got to get away. So he tells the disciples, we need to get away, we need to get a place of rest. Now that's all sounding good, but it often doesn't turn out the way that we think it's going to do. Look at verse 32. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. So Jesus is on the Sea of Galilee. He's teaching his disciples. There's people everywhere. He says, you know, we need to get away. We need to rest. They get in a boat, and they start down the Sea of Galilee. Look at verse 33. But many who saw them leaving recognized them, ran on foot from the towns, and got there ahead of them. So here's Jesus trying to get the disciples a little bit of rest. They take a boat to get away from the crowd. The crowd literally runs down the shoreline, and when the boat lands, they're waiting for them. Now, if you're one of the disciples, and you haven't even had time to eat, and you're tired and exhausted, and you finally get the boat where you think you're going to get some rest, and everybody's standing there going, Hey! How do you feel? Do you feel warmly affection toward people at this particular time? Probably not. And one of the things that happens is when we never get any rest, it affects even the way we deal with people that we care about. You, you get short with them, uh, you get grumpy, uh, all of that kind of stuff. The disciples probably were not in a good mood when that boat landed. Well, all of that was fairly depressing. Uh, so what do you do about it? Well, that's the next thing that we see in our scripture passage. And that's this, knowing your priorities help you navigate interruptions. Knowing your priorities help you navigate interruptions. Now last week we talked about knowing and following your priorities. That was one of the main things in being able to slow down. You had to know your priorities. And we said the main priority we needed to have was love God and love people. That needs to be our main priority. Let's see how this acts out in our scripture passage. Down in verse 34. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And so he began to teach them many things. And so they land and probably the disciples are going, oh no, I can't believe this. Why don't they just leave us alone for 15 minutes? But we're told Jesus in verse 34 had a different reaction. When he saw the large crowd, he had compassion on them. They were like sheep without a shepherd. Now, what's that mean? It means Jesus saw the crowd a little bit differently than the disciples did. The disciples saw the crowd as an annoyance. Jesus looked out at this crowd and he thought to himself, Why have people ran all the way down the shoreline of the Sea of Galilee just to be there when our boat landed? They did it because they're desperate. They did it because they need hope. They did it because they want someone to show they care about them, and they want someone to help them. They're like scattered sheep without a shepherd. And Jesus knew what his priority was. His priority was, yes, I'm tired. Yes, I've I've done everything I can almost physically do. But this is important. These are desperate, hurting people. And so Jesus began to minister to them there in that place. By verse 35 we're told that by the end of the day uh, It was late in the day and the disciples came to him and said this is a remote place It's already very late send the people away That they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat So jesus teaches them all day long I bet the disciples are are worn out by this point point. And finally at the end of the day the disciples come to jesus and they say this look We're out in the middle of nowhere you know, the crowd has run down the shoreline. We're in the middle of nowhere. There, there aren't any white castles here. You know, they're going to have to go back into town to get something to eat. And if we don't send them into town now, it's going to get dark and they're not going to get there. So you need to get rid of these people. Okay? Basically, that's what they're telling Jesus. You know, we're, please, we're tired. Just get rid of them. Verse 37. But he answered, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, that would take more than a half year's wages. And uh, are we going to spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? And Jesus said, how many loaves do you have, he asked. Go and see. And they found out and said, five and two fish. So here are the disciples they haven't even had time to eat. And yet uh, Jesus tells them, you give them something to eat. Now the first protest is just too much money. A crowd like this would cost half a year's wage. We can't afford doing something like that and then jesus said well what do we have to eat and for the 13 of them they had five loaves of bread and two fish now that's not exactly a lot even for the 13 of them but that's when jesus does the miracle he feeds the 5,000 and over 12 basketfuls are put back up so what's the point for the disciples of this little story now we can make all kinds of religious points but what's jesus trying to tell the tired disciples the disciples are being reminded that sometimes things are more important than just being tired. We go nonstop. We need to slow down. The pace of life is too quick, but you also have to know your priorities. And if you don't know your priorities, you're not going to know the proper time to be able to say no to something. To be able to say, you know what, I'm sorry, I just can't do that. So if you don't know your priorities, you won't be able to say no to things that you should be saying no to. And if you don't know your priorities, you won't know when to say yes to things that are really important either. This was something really important. These were desperate, hurting people that were reaching out for hope to Jesus and the disciples. It was worth an interruption. It was worth missing a meal. And Jesus was trying to get the disciples to see their priority and what was going on in their life at that particular time. And our priorities need to always be love God and love people those two things need to always supersede even being tired but with that said we still need that time of slowing and that time of rest and that brings us to the last thing that we see in our scripture we have to intentionally build margin into our lives and slow down we have to intentionally build margin into our lives and slow down so the disciples now They've gone a day and a half probably without eating. They're exhausted. They're at the end of the rope. Jesus has already made them go past what they wanted to do and look down to verse 45. Immediately. What does the word immediately mean? Right away, right then, right now. As soon as... As the people were fed and the baskets were collected, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into a boat and go on ahead of him to Bethesda while he dismissed the crowd. He knew they needed rest. He intentionally planned it. When they were interrupted, the interruption was worth it. But they still needed the rest. So immediately when the interruption was over, that was worth it he sent them off to get some rest and so Jesus there is planning the disciples need this they have to have it yes we were interrupted yes the interruption was worth it but you still have to slow down you can't go at this speed you need to get away and get some rest but what about Jesus didn't he need that kind of rest as well we look down to verse 46 after leaving them he went up to a mountainside Now that area, uh, the the Sea of Galilee area, it's surrounded by, by mountains and it's very easily to go up into them and just to disappear. And that's probably what Jesus did. He just went off by himself up in that mountain all alone so that he too could have this time of restoration and this time of slowing down. Our scripture is a great illustration that you just can't go nonstop. Jesus tried to build that into the disciples. They were interrupted, but then he went ahead, and at the end of it, he did it. They need that time of rest and slowing down. You can't go 100 miles an hour nonstop every day and think you're going to be physically fit. You're going to be grumpy and depressed and anxious, and one of the things that has happened because of the way we live is we can't sleep anymore Uh, because uh, we're so tired and so hyped that our bodies just can't slow down even when we lay down in bed. And so our minds just keep racing, and we never turn our minds off. And we just keep going and going, and we've got to find ways of slowing down. There are some suggestions in the book, The, the, uh, the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, on ways to slow. And I just wanted to read a couple of them to you here, ways to slow your life down. One, on the interstate, drive in the slow lane. Who would go crazy if you did that? Man, I've got to get there. This is important. You know, I can't can't wait. I'm I'm going to Walmart. You know, I've got to get in the fast lane, pass everybody. And so if you're in the slow lane and somebody passes you and you're a man, what do you have to do? Well, I've got to. They just took my manhood. I've got to pass them now. You know, that's that's just the way that it is. You know, how about driving in the slow lane? Here's another one. Show up 10 minutes early for every meeting. Hmm, that, that might not work instead of 10 minutes late. Look at the line at the checkout at the grocery store. Choose the longest line. Okay, not many people are going to do that. It will teach you to slow down. Uh, you know uh, what we have now is self-checkout. You know, or something like that, where we're trying to get through it as quick as we can. Turn your smartphone into a dumb phone. Turn it off. Put it away. Don't have it in your hand twenty-four-seven. Uh, you know, every once in a while, put it away. Set specific times to look at your email. Don't just do it all the time. Uh, these are the times of day I'm going to look at my email walk slower Uh, one of the things that they say you can see the pace of life in is how fast people are walking always urgent always trying to get somewhere so maybe every once in a while you just say I'm going to walk a little bit slower as I'm going through cook food at home and eat it uh, instead of just eating out all of the time we can't just keep going on nonstop. companies are starting to realize that Uh, Businesses are starting to realize that if you just push people all the time and it never slows down, it's not good for them, it's not good for your company, it's not good for sales or productivity or anything else. One of the people that helped pioneer that idea was the Google Corporation. And if you ever seen anything about the Google Corporation, uh, they have all kinds of things. They have everything for them to play with. Uh, they've got gyms, they've got cafeterias, uh, they've got bicycles uh, for them to, to ride around the campus. Uh, everything, they've got all this kind of they've got foosball tables and pool tables and everything else. They're just trying to get you to slow down in the midst of a hectic day because they know what they're doing at Google when you're working, it's just go, 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 and you've got to slow down even during the workday. They even have designed something that they call, uh, they call uh, relaxation pods, uh, where you, you put on your earphones, you get in the pod, and you just chill out for 15 minutes. Uh, just a chance to slow down a little bit. So if companies are starting to realize you just can't go nonstop, When are we going to catch up and realize the same thing? Our scripture this morning was a perfect example of Jesus and his disciples saying you just can't keep doing it over and over again. You've got to slow down. Jesus did it with his disciples. We need to be doing it in our life. Let's have a prayer. Father, thank you for your word. Uh, Thank you for the example of Jesus. I just pray, Lord, that uh, each of us would look at our lives and uh, realize that we can't just keep going nonstop. We've got to build some margin into each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's lesson and that it spoke to you. If you have prayer needs or want more information about us, we invite you to stop by our website, mywrbc.org, and click on Contact. Please use the word podcast in the subject line. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, keyword MyWRBC. At Westport Road Baptist Church, we love God and love people. Please join us for Sunday morning service at either 9.30 a.m. or 11 a.m. We also have Sunday school for all ages during both service times. Thanks again for listening, and join us next week for another message from God's Word.